Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wine, wax lights, comestibles, rouge, crinoline petticoats, diamonds, wigs, Louis Cator's gym cracks, old china park hacks, and splendid high-stepping carriage horses, all the delights of life, I say, would go to the deuce, if people did but act upon their silly principles, and avoid those whom they dislike and abuse. Whereas, by a little charity and mutual forbearance, Things are made to go on pleasantly enough. We may abuse a man as much as we like, and call him the greatest rascal unhanged, but do we wish to hang him, therefore? No. We shake hands when we meet. If his cook is good, we forgive him, and go and dine with him, and we expect he will do the same by us. Thus trade flourishes, civilization advances, peace is kept, New dresses are wanted for new assemblies every week, and the last year's vintage of Lafitte will remunerate the honest proprietor who reared it. At the time whereof we are writing, though the great George was on the throne, and ladies wore gigots and large combs like tortoiseshell shovels in their hair, instead of the simple sleeves and lovely wreaths which are actually in fashion. The manners of the very polite world were not, I take it, essentially different from those of the present day, and their amusements pretty similar. To us, from the outside, gazing over the policemen's shoulders at the bewildering beauties as they pass into court or ball, they may seem beings of unearthly splendour, and in the enjoyment of an exquisite happiness by us, unattainable. It is to console some of these dissatisfied beings that we are narrating our dear Becky's struggles and triumphs and disappointments, of all of which, indeed, as is the case with all persons of merit, she had her share. At this time, the amiable amusement of acting charades had come among us from France, and was considerably in vogue in this country, enabling the many ladies among us who had beauty to display their charms, and the fewer number who had cleverness to exhibit their wit. My Lord Steyne was incited by Becky, who perhaps believed herself endowed with both the above qualifications, to give an entertainment at Gaunt House, which should include some of these little dramas. And we must take leave to introduce the reader 
to this brilliant reunion. And with a melancholy welcome too, for it will be among the very last of the fashionable entertainments to which it will be our fortune to conduct him. A portion of that splendid room, the picture gallery of Gaunt House, was arranged as the Charade Theatre. It had been so used when George III was king, and a picture of the Marquis of Gaunt is still extant, with his hair in powder and a pink ribbon, in a Roman shape, as it was called, enacting the part of Cato in Mr. Addison's tragedy of that name, performed before their royal highnesses, the Prince of Wales, the Bishop of Osnaburgh, and Prince William Henry, then children like the actor. One or two of the old properties were drawn out of garrets where they have lain ever since, and furbished up anew for the present festivities. Young Bedwin Sands, then an elegant dandy and eastern traveller, was manager of the revels. An eastern traveller was somebody in those days, and the adventurous Bedwin, who had published his quarto, and passed some months under the tents in the desert, was a personage of no small importance. In his volume there were several pictures of Sands in various Oriental costumes, and he travelled about with a black attendant of most unprepossessing appearance, just like another Brian de Bois-Gilbert. Bedouin, his customs, his costumes, and black man, were hailed at Gaunt House as very valuable acquisitions. He led off the first charade. A Turkish officer, with an immense plume of feathers. The Janissaries were supposed to be still in existence, and the Tarbush had not as yet displaced the ancient and majestic headdress of the true believers, was seen couched on a divan, and making believe to puff at a narguilet, in which, however, for the sake of the ladies, only a fragrant pastille was allowed to smoke. The Turkish dignitary yawns and expresses signs of weariness and idleness. He claps his hands, and Mesrur the Nubian appears, with bare arms, bangles, yatagans, and every eastern ornament, gaunt, tall, and hideous. He makes a salam before my lord the Aga. A thrill of terror and delight runs through the through the assembly. The ladies whisper to one another. The black slave was given to Bedouin Sands by an Egyptian pasha in exchange for three dozen of maraschino. He has sewn up ever so many odalisques in sacks and tilted them into the Nile. Bid the slave merchant enter, says the Turkish voluptuary with a wave of his hand. Mesrur conducts the slave-merchant into my lord's presence. He brings a veiled female with him. He removes the veil. A thrill of applause bursts through the house. It is Mrs. Winkworth. She was a Miss Absalom, with the beautiful eyes and hair. She is in a gorgeous oriental costume. The black braided locks are twined with innumerable jewels. Her dress is covered over with gold piastres. The odious Mahometan expresses himself charmed by her beauty. 
she falls down on her knees and entreats him to restore her to the mountains where she was born and where her circassian lover is still deploring the absence of his zuleika no entreaties will move the obdurate hassan he laughs at the notion of the circassian bridegroom zuleika covers her face with her hands and drops down in an attitude of the most beautiful despair there seems to be no hope for her when when the kislar aga appears the kislar aga brings a letter from the sultan hassan receives and places on his head the dread ferman a ghastly terror seizes him while on the negro's face it is mesrour again in another costume appears a ghastly joy mercy mercy cries the pasha while the kislar aga grinning horribly pulls out a bowstring the curtain draws just as he is going to use that awful weapon hassan from within balls out first two syllables and mrs rawdon crawley who is going to act in the charade comes forward and compliments mrs winkworth on the admirable taste and beauty of her costume the second part of the charade takes place it is still an eastern scene hassan in another dress is in an attitude by zuleika who is perfectly reconciled to him the kizla aga has become a peaceful black slave it is sunrise on the desert and the turks turn their heads eastwards and bow to the sand as there are no dromedaries at hand the band facetiously plays the camels are coming an enormous egyptian head figures in the scene it is a musical one and to the surprise of the oriental travellers sings a comic song composed by mr wag the eastern voyagers go off dancing like papageno and the moorish king in the magic flute last two syllables roars the head the last act opens it is a grecian tent this time a tall and stalwart man reposes on a couch there above him hang his helmet and shield there is no need for them now ilium is down iphigenia is slain cassandra is a prisoner in his outer hall